Love and Watches is a family-friendly podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer are a watch-crazy wife and husband team who've been wearing and collecting watches for more than 45 years. They enjoy bringing you the latest in collecting, interviews, news, and all things interesting in the world of watches. Enjoy the show. Hey, Love and Watches family. Welcome to the show. This is Ranch Racer. And this is Perpetual Girl. And we have an exciting show for our listeners today, don't we? We do. We have our second Love and Our Listeners Spotlight, and it features one of our uh, friends of the show, Dr. Kibway Toto Tundu Weaver. And he's <laughs> out in Michigan, a doctor traveling from his home to New Hampshire every week. And by the way, Toto Tundu is one of is part of his Instagram it, handle. <laughs> is his Instagram handle. So yeah. if you look up Doc underscore Toto Tundu, you'll find him. And that was an African name given to him. And we had a ton of fun talking to Kibwe. That was we did amazing collection, really neat guy. We have a um, lot in common. A lot in common. You, you two especially. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, but he's a doctor, so he's way smarter than I am. Um, but, uh, and he's was, fighting a, t- a really big fight right now yes, in the world. So yeah. And he, so he's out there on the front lines and, and so we really appreciate that. But, uh, so we'll, we'll get to that in, in a minute. We're going to do some wrist checks and then PG, I think you had something to chat about and then we'll get into the interview. So yep. you want to kick it off with a wrist check? Sure. I am wearing the Bulova oceanographer. This is one that we we've uh, mentioned before on the show, but I've recently had you resize it for me so I can wear it. And it's, yeah, it's the first time you've worn it. <clears throat> excuse me. It's, it's really a lovely watch. And what I love about it is even though the dial is large, it wears really small. And I've always wanted a Doxa. Well, it's a 38, but it looks, it I think it's a 38 lot, or 39, but it, it looks a lot like small. a nice diver on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, it looks great on your wrist, but it looks good on mine too. I've always liked the look of the Doxa, but they're just way too big for me. Yeah. So I've really fallen in love with this one. I love the indices on it. And Is that one I'm not going to get back again? You will, okay. eventually. Cool. Uh, we also have a vintage one that we had purchased. Yeah, one from, of the originals. We did. We purchased it and had it uh, serviced, but it came back not Still working. not working, yeah. So we'll have to do that. <clears throat> and I love that watch. That's such a... It's a cool, and it really looks good on you. I, I mean you. that. I mean, it doesn't look oversized. It's thank you. It's a great, great dive watch. It's a unique case shape because you, you, it's not quite a turtle and it's not quite a samurai. samurai. So. Yep. No, it was, and it was a good sporty. choice for today because our friend Kibwe has one he in his collection. One. So that was a good choice for today. So, um, and that that moves on to to my wrist check, mm-hmm. uh, which is also similar to another one he's got in his collection. This is uh, a glycine, and I don't know if I've worn this one on the show. Do you recall if I've worn this one? I, have I probably te- have chemo brain, so you can't ask me that often. Yeah, and I unfortunately don't listen to our shows, so I, I don't remember if I've ever mentioned this one. I haven't had it for long. It was, uh, it was a. It's a pandemic purchase. Was it? It I was it's a, early in the pandemic, um, and it was another drop purchase. I, like I was telling Keyboy, you guys will hear, I've got to stay off a of drop. It used to be called Mass Drop, now it's called Drop. And they have some fantastic deals on watches. And both of my glycines I've bought off of, off of Drop, and this is the 42 millimeter Combat. Uh, what's the, it's Combat 42 Vintage, and this is the GL0262, uh, which is, I bought it because it reminded me of the Bluesy. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's it's an homage basically to a Rolex uh, Submariner bluesy. So it's got blue dial, gold accents, uh, two tone yellow gold and steel uh, bracelet. So very much reminded mm-hmm. me of of our bluesy that we used to own. However, it's got a matte blue dial, yeah, and the the metal surfaces are brushed, so it's like a satin. Yeah, it's it's not as in your face, I guess, as the bluesy with it's a, a lot more of the casual polished. Look. It's it's much yeah. more casual. It really looks um, nice on you. <clears throat> that's got the date at uh, at four o'clock and a really neat texturizing on the on the dial. So this is a fun one. And and uh, when I was looking through Keyways collection, I saw a glycine very diner, similar. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's nice. So that's what I got on the wrist. It's too big for me to wear, unfortunately. It's a 42 and it's a big 42. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit large for PG's six and a quarter inch wrist. So, so what have you been up to? You bought something recently that didn't turn out great. Yeah, it was a, I guess you could call it a new watch alert. It's more like a new clock alert. And I'd been since, since, or a new bits and pieces alert. Yeah. Since receiving my anniversary gift, my youngins max bill, I've really been into, you know, kind of looking around at Bauhaus era and Youngin's watches. And I was, I have to limit myself to eBay, which yeah, I've done. Gotta, I've just been Just like me on drop, right? I have. But I did find an adorable Youngin's vintage kitchen clock ceramic. And I remember seeing some of these. I even think my one of my grandparents might have had one back in Chicago. Um very sixties feel. Yeah, it's minim very minimalist. It's got a 60s. it's got a glass dial. It's wider at the top than at the bottom, and the bottom has a hand twist timer, which I thought was really charming. And I need something like that in the kitchen because I don't. But use it's my mechanical, key. right? It's mechanical. It has a key, it has and a key. you actually have to wind the movement. And up. I think it's a three. I think it's a one week movement. One, it, if you wind it, it will run right. for a week. Um, I asked the seller to please, 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 please put fragile on the box and package it extra or double box. And I'd be happy to pay for that because we've had a lot of broken things lately during the pandemic. Well, it finally got here and it was, there might've been some tears guys, a little bit of tears. Maybe some Cause tears. I thought I can't cry over something like that during a world <laughs> pandemic. Right. You, know, you got to get your it's just priorities thing. right. But <laughs> I had a dream the night before that it arrived shattered. Oh, and, you didn't tell me it, you had a dream. It did. Oh, it interesting. Did. So when I opened the box, I saw what was there. So it's in, it's basically in three major pieces now, but the movement is working. The glass is not cracked and the parts that are the most shattered, you might not be able, you know, be able to see it while it's hanging on the wall. So I'm going to try to, you know, I already ordered some micro precision gorilla cyanoacrylate glue that I'm going to try to glue together. And then if I can get my hands on some speed tape or hundred mile an hour to put on the back, but we used that in the one I used to. Unfortunately, one of the cracks goes all the way through the dial. I mean, it just, I it know. was so unfortunate when, to open that box and see that. I'm going to re- reinforce it on the back. And in my former life building airplanes, I used to, we used to use this stuff called speed tape, hundred mile an hour tape. So I'm going to see if I can find something with metal sh- uh, sh- threads through it. To go on the back, it won't be pretty on the back, but it at least you won't see it. it could. And then I can possibly resurface with some enamel paint and fill in yeah, to on get, the front because yeah, I've, I've yeah. had some training in matching surfaces. So now I can finally use that training. I mean, there's nothing to lose, right? It's already broken. So you no. can do your best to put it back together. And I got a lot of really sweet comments on Instagram when I posted that. And everyone's saying, 
including you, you got to get your money back. But at this point it's, it took over 30 days. You know, my my statute of limitations is over. So at this point it's like, well, when he first shipped it, it ended up getting shipped back to him or something. So like three weeks later, it finally got shipped a second time, but I learned my lesson. I'm not going to buy something fragile from really far away. Well, I mean, it could have, if, you know, if something fragile can get broken shipping down the street, but, but this is extra risky when you're buying it from overseas and, you know, it's getting thrown onto planes and boats or whatever. So I'm going to pick my battles and this one's not one I'm going to pick and I'm going to just try to repair it myself. So we'll see. So I'll post that. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. I might even work on that today. Cool. So, well, today we're talking to Kibwe, Dr. Kibwe really fantastic guy and i think you guys are really gonna enjoy this segment of our listener spotlight so if that's all that you have to say right now let's head right in all right let's do it here is our good friend dr keyway weaver and here we are with our next listener spotlight here on love and watches dr keyway toto tundu weaver and Dr. Kibwe reached out to us during this pandemic to uh, become a uh, a guest on our show, and we're really excited to have him. Welcome and to the show, man. Welcome, and thank, thank we want to give you a big thanks for being our frontline um, angels, I should say, during COVID-19. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think everybody's doing what they can. Crazy times, for sure. For sure. So... Uh, Kibwe, I think you had, you had found our show, I think you mentioned to us uh, a few months ago and started listening and, and, uh, number one, we appreciate your, your, uh, listening to the show, love having our listeners come on. This is a fun segment for us. And, and, uh, we were stoked when you reached out to us and your, your profile sounded really interesting. And, and I started looking through your, your Instagram account and, we actually have some of the same watches and are into a lot of the same things. And it just sounded like it'd be a fun, a fun show. So, um, to get kicked off here, I think what we'll do is just have you quickly let us know what you're wearing today and then tell us a little bit about your watch background and why you, uh, are part of this insane hobby with the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, today I'm wearing, um, a kind of new piece to me. This is a Yema Superman. Oh yeah, their uh, limited edition piece, um, and I, I absolutely love it. It's it's quite thin. Well, at least it, it appears thin, but when you when you take a look at it, um, oh yeah, like kind of formed in like layers the way the case is, and yep. it makes it appear a lot nicer sized. I've changed the band a number of times. It seems to fit anything, and. Um, Honestly, I probably would not go diving with it. (laughs) Especially on the leather strap. (laughs) The little and that's why I put it on the leather strap because I was like, you know, this is really not a diver, no matter what they say. Yeah. That little uh, Superman thing that uh, locks the bezel. Yeah, the little window there. Yeah, it. uh, I feel like that would be really difficult to use underwater. Oh, Um, yeah. You know what? It probably would be. It probably would be. Yeah. So, but in, as far as everyday wear, it just, it's fantastic. It goes with everything. So, yeah. uh, I also have like the, the blue band that came with it that has the, uh, the little French flag on it. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. 
you know, nice little touch to it. But yep. yeah, that's what I've been wearing recently. Well, I mean, right there, the fact that you're wearing a Yema means that you are definitely as sick as the rest of us because a lot of <laughs> most people wouldn't have a clue what that watch is. But anyone listening to the podcast definitely knows what a Yema is. So, number one, I think that's awesome. Number two, tell us how this all started. Have you, have you always been into watches? We're, we're actually real similar in age. Um, and so for us, we, we've worn them pretty much our entire lives. Is it similar for you or did you just get into them recently? How did that all come about? You know, I, I, I always liked watches. I mean, I, my first watches were, uh, my first watch was a, a Mickey mouse Timex. I think it was a uh, little hand wound thing that I just loved to wind so much until I, I, I overwound it. Mm. <laughs> I did the same to my and, Snoopy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, then I got into the uh, the triathlons, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, what were those Casios or, or whatever, you know, the little and and it could do everything. And then it would run out of batteries, and you go to get another battery, and and they say, well, the battery costs more than the watch. Just buy another watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I bought a couple of those, and um, then I had this this weird experience where I saw this TV show Magnum PI, and um, he had this watch that was given to him by his father. And that was, it was very sentimental for him. And, and for me that it just, it was nice. I remember thinking I wanted to leave a watch to my son. So I went and bought the first, my first quote unquote real watch to me was this, uh, uh, citizen pro diver yep. eco drive. Yep. And, uh, as you can see, I've kind of worn the mess out of it. It's been diving all over, uh, in the islands and everything. And, but I, when I bought it, I learned about diving from reading the, <laughs> the catalog that came with the watch. <laughs> and, I was like, and I told my best friend, I was like, dude, we should try this diving thing. You know, so we went and uh, we went to classes and that kind of kind of led me into doing some different things. And then I kind of got into dive watches and I'm, I'm still into dive watches. Um, but I, I'm the kind of person that if I if I buy a watch, I, I want to use it for its intended purpose. Um, yep. So yeah, that's that kind of got me started uh, in the watches. And then, you know, uh, there was there was a period of time which uh, I was buying watches off of TV. You know, when, when they had like the oh, it was the Home Shopping Network or one of those kind of mm-hmm. things where <laughs> it was. Just all kinds of stuff. And I really didn't know a lot about watches. Like, I'd, I'd gone to the library and gotten books. Um, but I just really didn't know a lot. I just liked it. I liked the mechanics. And uh, I just thought it was so neat that somebody could make something that consistent, kind of keep clicking the way it does. Yep. And uh, so I bought, a, I bought a number of watches. I just found myself buying these watches. And then somebody broke in my house and stole all my watches. <sighs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had I, I pretty much started over from close to zero. Fortunately, I was wearing my first watch, um, and uh, so then I you know I started rebuilding slower. But I think I'm I I, I got more educated, and the internet has been huge, um, and these podcasts and stuff just just the ability to learn a lot more about how watches are made, how the cases are shaped, and mm-hmm. the finishing and stuff, and it's given me a, a much greater appreciation uh, for the hobby. 
And and it also allowed me to realize that there are other people that have this sickness. <laughs> and yes, it is a sickness. <laughs> it, it, yeah. So, I mean, that, so that first kind of affordable dive watch ended up costing you a heck of a lot of money because you went and paid for all your scuba lessons, right? <laughs> yeah, no, but it was worth it. it was, it's, it's, it's taking me places, you know, we traveled just to go scuba diving. That was, that was good, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I think, um, when I, when I buy a watch, I think about it in a slightly different way. If it's a diver, you know, and you say, are you really going to use it? It does irritate me to see divers sold on leather bands. I just like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of the bracelet too. I like yeah. the bracelet yeah. too. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I, 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 if I get a dive watch, I want it, I want to get it wet. You know, I don't yeah. want to, and, and that's probably why I've kind of led away from vintage. Uh, I, it just scares me the thought that I'm going to ruin a dive watch by getting it wet. That just doesn't. Sure. Yeah. No, we totally get that. We, I don't think we really wear any of our vintage pieces in the water. No, no. I was actually going to ask you about, um, how you feel about vintage watches. Cause I, every time I go through your posts, you have so many beautiful, such a great selection of, of pieces. And I see, I see the common theme of, of diving. And I also see that Monaco in there too. So, you know, Ranch Racer is a car guy yeah. and he also loves Magnum PI. We both love the show. <laughs> I'm very upset at, saw... <laughs> at Amazon prime right now. Cause they took it off of prime. <laughs> they did. They did. So I did spot that Monaco. So, um, do you have a, and I see a, a picture, I see a picture of a dashboard in here too. So you definitely got some, yeah, some, car some stuff. cars. Yeah. That's what I have a Toyota FJ 40, 1976. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And I, I and so I'm, I'm kind of into photography. So I just, I like taking pictures of all kinds of stuff and, and just, um, you know, experiencing the world with, through my camera, but it seems like people liked my watch pictures. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of made my Instagram more watch focused, mm -hmm. uh, just because you know people seem to like it. But no, I, I love, I love cars, especially old Jeeps and old trucks and stuff like that. Uh, I have a Jeep Wrangler as well. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Oh yeah, here it is, so right I here. I drive a '72 Chevy C10. Ah, oh, that's gorgeous. Pickup, thank you. But your photos yeah. are beautiful. That was one thing that popped right out. Every, I mean. And that's it's the thing really on Instagram. Nice. I mean, if you to to build followers, and you really have to have the quality in your your photography. And you've done an amazing job, man. I love your photography. Really nice job on, especially. It's so hard. I mean, you you've probably learned early on. It's really hard to get a nice shot of a watch, especially with all the reflections and everything. You do a really yeah. nice job of of your photography. So well done. Some of them are a lot harder than others too, especially with some of the watches that I like. Really have the you know the bubble out glass on them or whatnot. And as pretty as that is in person, you know when you get it out there, you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot get a shot without. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Um, it, it makes you appreciate a Zen because that it's like the glass disappears. Yep. It's, mm -hmm. it's gorgeous. You know. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, man, you you have some beautiful pieces. Oh, I see the oceanographer. You got you and I have that in common. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> Love that one. Yeah, you got some nice pieces. What does your family think about your your watch collecting uh, obsession? <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you. So I I don't think anybody has ever 
really appreciated my watches. You know, the watches that I have, I, I buy for myself. You know, when I when I put on a watch and I wear it, it just makes me feel good knowing it's there. No one, almost no one ever says, oh, that's a nice watch, or ever, even pays attention, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I like to match my watches to my outfits, and, and I'm one of those weirdos that will change my watch midday just because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are days in which I've worn three different watches, you know, so um, but it makes me feel good. And my family does not understand that. I mean, I'm getting my son into it a little. He has a couple of watches um, that I've given him and and I, I think he, he likes them and he appreciates it. But he's he doesn't quite understand why every time I'm watching a movie, I, I pick up, oh, what's that watch that he's wearing on uh -huh. <laughs> Pause, pause, let's look at the watch. Yeah, right. He's like, Dad, that's not important. Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> By the way, if you hear laughing in the background, that is my parrot. I heard that. I heard yeah. that. Oh, I was wondering yeah. what that was. Another thing we have in common is birds. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... It's impossible to get him to be quiet. And when you get on the telephone and start, like, he'll laugh, he'll talk. He, he's an African great Congo. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, bring bring him on. He can be part of the show. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they live a long time, I understand. Yeah, yeah. He's he's 23 years old. Mm. And, and as, a, as an egg. <gasps> wow. Wow. Yeah. We have so a... I used to work in an animal hospital. I actually had originally wanted to be a vet. And then uh, um, I had gotten him for research purposes. I was going to try and see if we could teach him to count. Um, and uh, the Dr. Irene Pepperberg, and I know this is a huge segue, but um, uh, African gray Congos are one of the few animals that can recognize different sided numbers. Um, really? So like, say it's six-sided, seven-sided, eight-sided. Humans can only recognize something up to six sides before we have to start counting. And no one was aware whether or not her parrot was actually counting or could he just recognize that it was an eight-sided figure. Right. And he could go up to eight sides. So Wow, that was, that's amazing. Wow, our eyes are popping open right now staring at each other. It's it, Birds are really fascinating, and there was a program recently on... I believe it was Netflix called bird brain and mm. it's similar where they had different parrots that they taught to do tasks in sequence to, to yeah. put together and problem solve basically. And it's, I find it fascinating. I don't, I don't want to take too much time away from. Yeah. We could go down the I whole know. bird rat hole for hours, <laughs> but, but, but we do have a 22 year old goose that um, knows several phrases and lots of words. He knows his name and just watching these, these geese, they're they're pretty smart. Yeah, they're not dumb animals. I think that's that's a long term misconception there. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, so, so I would like to ask you guys a question. Yeah, I go have for found it. in my watch collecting that something that's really kind of stuck out to me are these little details that and and I'll give you one perfect example is my my Tudor Black Bay fifty eight. The crown action is unbelievable. It just feels fantastic to use the crown. Interesting. And I, I use other watches, and I'm not getting that same level of quality out of the crown function. And I've become like, I don't know, a crown geek. 
it just like <laughs> I, I I want the crown to work better, and I don't understand why some watches crowns just kind of seem crappy. I agree. I I some of them are so small. I have some dexterity issues, and some of them are so small I can't screw down the crown. Yet if it's a larger you know, a specific shape. I, I'm a big fan of like the, is it the peanut butter cup shape, uh, cupcake shape that, that's oh, on yeah. like the yeah. uh, cocktail times, mm -hmm. something that has a good enough grip and is large enough that you're not, I don't ever know if like the oceanographer, I have a hard time screwing down tiny the crown. crown. It's very tiny and it's true to its, you know, well, and there's historical the, the shape. The Helldiver one? Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the oceanographer, yeah. Yes, which I have on. It's so hard to grab that crown. It's horrible. Yeah, it is. It is. But this this has been this uh, Ocean Star mm -hmm. is one of the finest crowns I've used. It's just fun. You just want to just turn it and charge that battery all the time. You know what? It's um. I, I love that you asked about this because with watches, it's about your interaction with the with the object, right? And and I. I completely understand where what you're talking about because you'll you'll get a watch and you wind it and it almost is like God is there sand in there I mean it just there's grit or it just it, it feels horrible almost like you feel like you're gonna break it right and then you'll get one like you just mentioned where it just smooth it feels so amazing when you wind it kind of the same thing with bezels when I when we got the the Rolex Submariner and I turn that I, I'll just sit there and. You know, PG will be sitting on the couch. You know, we're sitting out watching TV, and she'll be like, "Can you please stop turning the bezel?" Because <laughs> I just, yeah. I just love, I love the sound. I love the way that each click feels through your through your fingertips because it's so smooth and so accurate. And you know, I think that's one thing that you know you as a collector have realized because a lot of people say, "Why in the world does that watch cost X and this watch over here costs so much less money?" And, and then you start understanding some of those details. That, that doesn't happen. What's that? That just, that just doesn't happen. They, they have to put some research mm -hmm. and work. Exactly. Yeah. You have to, you have to start understanding what, what there is to a watch, right? Most, most people just look and go, well, those two look the same to me, right? It, it, what mm -hmm. was, how come that one is $25? That one's $7,000. That's ridiculous. But once you start learning about them and, the work and the research that goes into them and what's inside. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever taken a watch apart, but when you start, you know, working on movements and looking at the the pieces and how things interact, it, it's just, it is really fascinating. And it starts to give you that understanding of why certain watches cost more than others and, or why some, some watches are in higher demand than others. Right. And those are the types of things that people don't understand. I, I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's kind of what I, what I focus on. And, and the hard thing is, is that I'm not in a place where I can often try on watches. I'd say the vast majority of my watches I buy untried, mm -hmm. unfortunately. You know, I, I see them online, I research them, whatnot, and I, and I listen to reviews and, and look for those, those telltale signs of, of what they're saying. And, you know, we, we actually count on reviewers to tell us the truth. <laughs> you know, uh, yep. so if I buy a watch and it turns, it's not the way that it was presented, it, it really irritates me. You know, that's um, a really good topic because some some places you get reviews, you I don't really believe that it's yeah. yeah yeah you know if they're being paid to do the review, it's 
It's hard. It's likely it's going to be, they're finding better ways to represent it than if it was. Well, and, and especially, unbiased. especially now in this day and age where, you know, around the country, around the world, retail is shut down. It's hard to get anywhere or see any watches at all. So we're now relying even more on what we read and what we hear and, you know, what we learn through research on the internet, but it, it's hard. I mean, that's what, that's the one thing we loved about the Formax brand and those guys with their app. And you can actually, you know, virtually try the watch on and see it on your wrist. And those are the kinds of technologies that are going to make it a little easier rather than having to just rely. Cause you're also getting, you're getting opinion, right? I mean, when I, when I review a watch and we don't, we're not big into the reviews, we do them from time to time. We've got a couple new ones that have recently been posted, but it's, you're, you're getting facts, but you're inevitably, you're going to get someone's opinion and everyone's opinion is different. So it's so hard to make a judgment call on something you haven't actually had in your hand, you know, which I think is why yeah. people buy and sell a lot. You buy something that doesn't work mm -hmm. out, you sell it and try something else. Yeah. I, I think that there's like, it's a weird thing. Like you'll, you'll see a watch and it will look beautiful and it has, it meets all the requirements, the size requirements and everything. And you'll get it. You put it on your wrist and it, just doesn't speak to you mm -hmm. it's like i can't tell you what's wrong with it uh it it's everything i thought it was supposed to be but it's just not me and then another watch i it, like my orient star i just can't stop wearing it it's just like <laughs> why did i not know about this brand before <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it is just fantastic you know this and you can't say what it's going to be so I, I i do wish i could could try on more. I, I keep. I bought a watch. Um, actually, I bought three watches when I was in St. Martin, and uh, the dealer keeps, you know, what's happening to me, saying, "Hey, you know, we got some more watches. You, might <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, I know COVID times are rough, but uh, you know, and and I'm and I there's some watches that I'm looking at, but the size just kind of scares me, and it's like, you know, if I don't. If I don't try it on, um, sometimes I, the size is just too big of an issue for me. What size is your wrist? Uh, it's a seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Pretty average size. Yeah. Yeah. And but so like I bought one of these uh, marathons, uh, the thirty-eight. Mm -hmm. And normally I like thirty-eights, but uh, it just wears super small. And that's um, funny because I was looking to into one of those for myself because I have a six and a quarter inch wrist. So it's oh, tough. It's, it's tougher for me. It's fantastic. You, you would love it. You know, oh, I, the I, 38. Yeah. He loves it. You know, and it's, I do wear 38s. I, I like 38s, but just not that one. Every watch wears different, right? The, it's the, the case Mug. shape, the thickness, the <laughs> type of bracelet or strap that it's got the crown. I mean, the lugs, there's so many factors and, yeah, so many people that, you know, they'll read a review and they go right to the diameter. What's the size, right? Mm -hmm. And and people make their decisions based on that instead of kind of looking at everything as a whole because it makes a difference. I mean, you look at that Bulova Oceanographer, that's a, is that 38 or 39? I think that's a 38, isn't it? Yeah. The orange dial? It works on me and it works yeah. on you as well. Yeah. So that yeah. one works well. But like my 39 millimeter um, Oyster Perpetual feels pretty small for me, you know, and it looks small. Yeah. And even though the Bulova is smaller, it's a diver, it's, it's thicker, sporty. it's got a bezel, yeah. you know, it, it's... <clears throat> I think it's the shape of that case, the way the lugs are kind of, you know, meld down. Yep. Towards, 
that it just makes it look a little wider. It does. The cushion case really, it helps make a watch feel bigger than it is, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. There's, this is, oh, I love hearing all this stuff. Cause this is all stuff we've talked about over the years on, on the podcast. And that's why we started this segment to start hearing the same things from our listeners and, you know, we all go through the same stuff. We all wonder about the same things, notice the same things on watches. And it, that's that's exactly why we're doing this. Now, yeah, well, you know, I often hear you guys talk about how uh, uh, Perpetual Girl, you get upset about the the blinging out of women's watches. And, uh, and, and I completely agree. But I must say that I think something missing is that there is truly an audience that wants that there are absolutely that do love just you know throw some diamonds on I, i'll tell you my problem. oh yeah and i have i have an all <laughs> pavade crystal uh you know evening watch too so i'm not uh, i also like it as well it's just <clears throat> i'm sorry you you were i interrupted yeah, no, you it was just my, my like the 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 most expensive watch i bought i i remember i showed it to my father-in-law and he was just like really there's there's no diamonds and i was like yeah i I don't i don't want any diamonds he's like why would you spend that amount of money on this i was like well okay they'll never (laughs) unless they are into watches they'll never understand (laughs) yeah yeah well i I think for me i don't mind a little bling it's it's just when they start putting a quartz movement in it that probably costs fifty dollars and then charge an extra at that point, it's you know, more jewelry, it's sort of, right? Correct, which is you, fine. And there's a place You distinguish between a female watch collector versus a, a woman who wants a, a pretty watch to go, you know, to go out at night or as a piece of jewelry, right? It's it may be viewed differently. There's absolutely a market for it for sure, right? You know, yeah, jewelry that tells time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, now, no, I, I agree. I think I think a lot of the women who are who are actually into watches want the same watches that men have that are just sized appropriately you know for them yes um, that's what happened when colors yeah right we were doing i would proofread reviews that ranch racer would write for different uh publications and and i'd say oh i like this can we you know this is a really good price it's automatic it's got a great you know it's like a dive watch and he's like hun that's 45 millimeters or He's like, I think it's going to be too big, and I'm yeah. like, why don't they make it just a little bit smaller? And this, you know, the same same watch, just a little bit smaller. So that's yep. you know the discussion on the sofa over coffee with that kind of turned into the podcast. But um, one question yeah, I do have I for you. Oops, oh, sorry. That, I, I'm sorry. I, I just I have to assume that the the money speaks that the market is 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 doing that. I, I don't know. But I think it's one of those things that it, it. I think the female watch collector is a growing audience, and uh, as they catch up, as there are more and more of them, then the watches will start to reflect that. You know. I agree. I agree. We went to the Couture Time Show. Uh, was it two years it was, ago? That now? was twenty eighteen. Yeah. And a lot of the women, a lot of the people that were there at the show representing new watches for their brands, they, a lot of the people were women in, like that were representing stuff, yeah. that, that were representing the manufacturers, which was really, really fun and fun to talk to them about how they thought about the whole topic. So that was, I kind of saw things starting to change a little bit back then, and now there's just in the last, I don't know if it's quarantine or 
or what, but just in the last year, maybe six months, there are so many more women on Instagram that are collectors. And when we started our podcast, I think there were a handful of podcasts and, and the love and now watches there's a podcast was one. With two women. I think there's, there's another, I guess, a brand new husband and wife podcast. There's, there's a lot more women that are coming podcasts, into the hobby yeah. or that we're learning about maybe that mm-hmm. have been into the hobby, but didn't feel that they were represented or had a place. And now they're starting to come out of the woodwork, which is awesome. Love seeing that. Yeah. It. It's a lot of fun. My, my next question for you is, do you already own your grail watch? And if so, what is it? And if not, uh, what is it? And we fully understand <laughs> that a grail could be different every week. So we get it. <laughs> yeah, that was a difficult one for me. I've, I've actually thought about that a lot from the time I found out what a grail was. Uh, that, you know, so here's the thing. Um, when I think of my grail watches, in general, I tend to think of like things that I'm never going to get. You know, like a jockey draw, mm. you know, tweeting bird or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but on the other hand, I know if I had that watch, I probably would never wear it. Um, you know, it's just, it would just be like something that you put in your living room and look at occasionally, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, I, I tend not to wear dress watches that much. Um, you know, when I do dress up, I like to wear a nice dress watch, but it's just not, is is common uh unfortunately or fortunately i don't know uh i i really like the watches that i can wear um but I, and and it, it changes i mean that there's a watch you've spoken about i remember what's the russian company constantine whatever that he's got like the clown oh yeah shaken yeah constantine shaken yeah i think that is amazing i, I would love one of those watches oh i uh, love it man She's looking at me right now because she always makes fun of me that I love that watch. I love to hear that. I respect it. It's just not for me. That watch is, I, I, I love the humor and just the, the beauty and everything. It just, it, it would make me smile every, just looking at my wrist every time I wore it. I, I, yeah. I, uh, I would yep. want one of those. Okay. I am okay. so with you on that. So I, with you. I have to say when I saw the band he came out with. With the necktie on it, yeah, on yeah. the leather, I thought that was really cute. I mean, yeah. so perfect for that watch, and just a a little little play of humor and just adding to it. You know, go with it. It's you know, it's already working as a make you smile, and then just add that little bit of a fun. The necktie was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, growing I, on me. <laughs> the workmanship is is stunning. So I do appreciate I, that. I think the Moser watches are amazing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, when I think of a grail, is it, is it like something that I'm actually going to go after and, and try to save for and try to do? Nah, probably not. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can appreciate them from a distance. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I, unfortunately I tend to buy the things that I want. Uh, if, if I want it that bad, I feel like I need to be able to wear it often. Um, and like I tell you, I mean, if I, if I buy a dive watch, I don't care how much it costs. It's it's going in the water, damn it. Yep. Know? Yep. Absolutely. Well, I agree so... because I, I'm out with the animals. We have a, we are on kind of a farm here. So we're out doing chores and I'm constantly getting my watch wet. So yeah. if, if you look at my collection, there's a lot of. When you're jumping in the water to cool I'm off. In and, the pool. Yeah. And... 
the, yeah. the goose pond, all that. So I agree. So, so speaking of, of dive watches and you have a, you know, looking at your collection, it's, it very much leans and you, you said you're, you're very much into the dive watches. You have one that, that I have looked at for quite a while, uh, which is the champagne dial, uh, Tudor, oh. the, the oh. two-tone black bay. Absolutely love that watch. Um, does that go down in the water? Oh yeah, there it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, this goes in the water. Um, I wore this, I wasn't diving. I just was at the beach mm-hmm. in St. Martin and yeah, it's been in, uh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, it, it's a watch that I, I feel like would look gorgeous on a, on a weathered leather band, but I just cannot take it off of this bracelet. It just, mm-hmm. it it's just gorgeous and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> Though I, I like the little gold links and whatnot, you know, yeah, I, I wear it all the time. I wear it at work, you know. Well, I was going to say that's, there's a lot of watches that, that you could wear as a sports watch. And you, you mentioned you don't really ha- have a lot of dress watches, but you could easily pull that off with a suit, possibly even with a tux, tux, right? I mean, it's very, I think that, that in terms of dive watches, you know, that is, could be very dressy. You can totally dress that up. But I tend to wear my glass suit original when oh, I yeah. dress mm-hmm. And because I don't do it very often, mm-hmm. then it usually gets the duty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's just an opportunity. But recently I bought this mouse. Uh, I don't know if you, you saw some of the pictures of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That popped right out. I I think this thing is gorgeous. Um, you know, I was really hoping that they would come out with a um, uh, uh, automatic version of it or a mechanical Mm-hmm. Uh, version this is it's a quartz mm-hmm. but it just i've gotten more compliments from this watch than like any watch i've i have uh people notice that people non-watch people just love that it's really unique now i'm looking yeah. at the scale on that is uh so it looks it's interesting so it's got uh five minute markers but then in the first 30 seconds it's got another uh another seconds. scale in there Zero to thirty seconds. That's your seconds. Yeah, that's the seconds hand clicking away. Yeah, but how come it's only zero to thirty? It doesn't go all the way to sixty. It's not a pulsometer, is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I just it's it's a really fascinating design, and it's got is that a moon phase or AM? Is that an AM PM indicator? It is a, a moon phase, but honestly, I have never tried to set it. Okay. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, it's really difficult to read the time on it. Oh. Uh, you know, because I don't know, I'm, I'm getting older and, you know, you got to you gotta look kind of close. To, <laughs> I hear you, man. I feel it. This <laughs> the time, you know, uh, so I... I I have looked up how to do moon phases, but I, you know, it's not something that really jumps out at me as something important. Um, and, and I think that's the only moon phase I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I don't know a whole lot about it. It's just that it was gorgeous and I liked it. It is a very yeah. cool looking piece. Some of the watches I have, I, you know, I really delve deep in, but that one, I just, I just like, yeah, it's pretty. I want it, you know? 
I love that the Glashuta, the big date. That is just such a pretty watch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I love taking pictures with it. It's like you can't do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Every every picture just comes out gorgeous. Uh, and it's well made. And and I don't know if you you've seen the back of it. I mean, the way that they do their um that is beautiful. It's just you can just stare at it, you know. I, you, you you sit at a funeral and and you're tired of hearing them talk, and you take your watch off and look at the back. Look at the back. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, they're a work of art, and it's got the micro rotor, and just yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. They're such nice pieces. Man, that's yeah. beautiful. So how how many watches do you have? Is it a big collection? A small? I mean, it looks like it's pretty good size and growing pretty quickly. I, I'd say around around forty. Um, okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, I I'm not a seller. Um, most watches that I buy, I, I bought for a reason, and um, and some of them have sentimental value. But you know, some some watches I may have bought just because um, it was something special to me at that time, or I, I really liked the engineering that they threw into it. Uh, it was a special uh, way that it was made or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't really change for me. I, I still appreciate it. I, I will tell you, I have, I have an Invicta pro diver <laughs> that I bought. Um, and I, I don't really wear it. Um, but it was so cheap and you know, people, people dog Invicta out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. This is this is it's a well-made watch. Is it has it had um, an yeah. H35 Seiko movement in it? Is it one of the... yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The NH35. I mean, I was I just couldn't believe how well it sits on my wrist and and uh, how well the mechanism works. I was like, wow, you know. And it's like the cheapest watch I own. I mean, um, those Invictas when you can pick up an automatic watch with a good solid Seiko movement in it for under a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't such a great way to get into collecting, be totally into that. It's awesome. We have I a mean, lot of listeners who are, who that was like their grail watch. They're on a really tight budget and they mm-hmm. wanted that pro diver with the Seiko movement. Yep. And I, I think it's awesome that, you know, it's oh, a yeah. great way to enter collecting. And oddly I have a Snoopy. I, I really like Snoopy. Oh, you're Invicta Snoopy, right? Snoopy. Yeah. Rand Tracer calls it crazy Snoopy <laughs> yeah. because he's within, he's as accurate, or at least used to be as my Oyster Perpetual. Yeah. It was like, like a second or a second and a half a day. It was unbelievable how accurate that thing was. Or maybe even a half a second. It yeah. was crazy. Accurate. We couldn't believe it. And we just lucked out, you know, you just luck out when it leaves yeah. the factory. Yeah. So they, you know, speaking of, speaking of the Snoopy, I saw a picture of one of the Gerald Genta, um, Disney watches mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that was amazing. Um, he did some some really special stuff with them that, that I could see that as being a grill watch kind of thing. Those are very cool, and they're getting harder and harder to find, and they're going up in price. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, but you know, I have I have a Squale fifteen twenty one. I know, I know, Ranch Racer, you don't like the bronze, but I absolutely love the bronze patina it it does not patina hard like you know green right uh, but, um 
I don't know. I'm just kind of into the softer color of bronze. And mm-hmm. uh, like I wear bronze bracelets. I, I got my first bronze bracelet when I was in uh, Zambia. Um, and it has a lot of sentimental value to me. So I just wear it all the time. And to find a watch that then I can kind of match with mm. it, I just, I, I like that. It, it's not the bling of gold. You know, it's just kind of more muted. And I, and I, and I like that. It's more so, of a copper color, which I really like as well. I'm not as fond as, of the green on the wrist, like the green yeah. copper, but the Oris Brashear, Carl Brashear watch that Ranch Racer wears, I think that's really lovely on him and it complements his skin tone and it's got a I nice, will. soft, like a satin finish on the bronze now because you're not polishing it up. Yeah, I anymore. haven't polished it for a while. Um, you know, I, and I bronze is really interesting. I think I'm kind of in the watch collector minority when it comes to bronze because I know it's a it is there's a lot of collectors that absolutely love the bronze they love just letting it do its thing um i i love the look of bronze when it's new it's the patina that i still haven't wrapped my head around but again i think i'm kind of in the minority there because i know it's you know bronze is huge a lot of people absolutely love the bronze well i think i'm interested in the the um the oris the new one that they have that's all bronze mm -hmm. you know where the bracelet is bronze too yeah yeah Uh, but I think it's, isn't it like a 44? It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I can do that size. Yeah. It's, I, I hear you. And this was, if, like I said, if you listen to the Formax podcast, uh, we talked a lot about size with those guys. And, and uh, I mean, it, that's a tough one. Again, you don't really know until it's on the wrist, you know, you just don't know yeah. what it's going to look like. But Oris, I, what a great brand. Fantastic brand. Yeah, I have a couple of Oruses. They are, it's just wonderful. They just, and and the colors of their dials are, are fantastic. You you know, the blues that they do are just great. And they've been around a long time. I've got several vintage pieces that I picked up on eBay, the, the Chiquita Ladybug mm-hmm. um, ladies pendant. And I remember as a young person, even like grade school, so sometime in the late 70s or early 80s, I remember seeing ladies wear those ladybugs and I just thought that is the coolest thing ever. And I've, <laughs> I found a couple on eBay and, and I do have a little, a little Oris pocket watch we got over at the swap, yeah. me, at the swap me. It's not yeah. running, but, um, but yeah, they're, they're a real solid company. It's been around a long oh, time. Amazing brand. Amazing yeah. brand. I mean, they punch well above their weight. If you ask me, they're just and the love the dial, you know, you mentioned the dial colors for me, I think they're second, <clears throat> excuse me, second only to Seiko when it comes to, to dials. I love Seiko dials, both regular Seiko and Grand Seiko. They just do an amazing job, but Oris is right there. They really do a good job with dials. They had yeah. some really nice ladies offerings when we were at couture time too. Mm-hmm. I liked both. They had that blue. Remember the, wasn't oh. it the blue? And then there yes. was a brown or an orange. Yep have to go back and look. I just wish they had more loom on them. I'm a, I'm a loom snob. (laughs) I wish they had more loom. (laughs) Seiko loom. It lasts all night. It's still, I can still roll over at 5am and look at that thing. And it's, but the aura, my aura is like 10 minutes and it's, I can't read it. I wish they had more loom, but other than that, it's a great brand. Maybe they'll incorporate that someday. I don't know. Maybe they will. And a fair as well. I don't know if you guys. Oh, you have a fair? Oh yeah, he does. He's got more than one. Oh man. um, Oh, that's the chrono. Yeah. 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 
Oh man, that's, that, that's, that's the one right there. That's it. That's beautiful. <laughs> that, that oh man, that dial. Uh, that's beautiful. This one. That yeah, he showed me that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I I really like the case on the titanium. It's it's. I think it's my first titanium watch. Um, and the brushing on the on the top and it's polished on the sides. Mm -hmm. It's just. Oh, it's that's beautiful. Perfect. It's so sharp. The edges and uh, they just did a heck of a job. And I like, I, I like the bronze. Yep. <laughs> yep. The bronze crown. <laughs> you know, and, and they did a bronze crown on this one. And this is another one which using the crown is just it's it's butter. I mean, when you is it when you turn it, you just you just want to turn it all day. It just feels fantastic. They've. Uh, I I keep threatening to to buy their the mechanical the manual wind. I think it's a thirty six or thirty seven for PG. Beautiful watch. Yeah, they do a heck of a job. I, they're a company. I mean, they're so young and new, and every watch I see on their site is like, it's calling my name in a dangerous way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, and what you pay for and what you get is just such an amazing. You know, they they do a really good job. Quality. We're so flooded with with small brands these days, right? And it's it's the ones that that do something to set themselves apart from the crowd because the crowd is so huge, right? And Fair, I think, is a great example with their the shapes and the colors the and dial and the fonts that they use mm -hmm. and the the hand colors. They just man, they're really classy, really really cool watches. And it doesn't look like every other um, homage. Micro no, they, they have their own look. They have their own look. Very unique. And, and, and they, they'll talk to you. You know, I, I've, I've uh, corresponded with the fair guys a couple of times. And he always gets right back to me on email. And and and, and I like his answer. You know, I was looking for a different band um, mm -hmm. in in red because I really thought this, this one, uh, the chronograph, uh, which is the white face and the, the red hands, would pop with the red leather. Oh, yeah. Stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, they don't have them, they don't make them, but you know, he pointed me to some companies that might be able to. And then I was questioning this, the diver, whether or not, because you have to un, un, uh, the the crown is a screw down crown, right? In order to use the compressor, I was like, well, how far down can I be and still use that compressor? Right. And he told me that um, I can go down a hundred, so, and it'll still work. So that that was. You know, I, I like the fact that he knew the answer too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I plan on diving with it. So yeah. That's cool that they're that that they're responsive because it's a lot of these a lot of the micros are one man bands and and you're lucky if you hear anything. Yeah, it it can be a struggle. So that's good to hear that they're responsive. Uh, that's that's a brand I think that's going somewhere for sure. They have a huge yeah. following. You know, and a lot of the some of the earlier watches, the fairer. They mm -hmm. almost have a vintage feel to me where they've picked up some of the classics of eras gone by and it gives it that just really high quality classic richness of, you know, the colors and what they use, you know, and their layouts or, you know, the composition of their dials is really good. So you look at it and it they're they're easy on your eyes. You know, it's they it's are, not yeah. anything that's confusing or or stands out in the wrong way. They're beautiful. Yeah. Very cool brand. Well, so we're we're coming up. It looks like on about about forty five minutes here, and we don't want to keep it too much longer. But 
<clears throat> I do need to ask Dr. Weaver, what is the next purchase? What's going to be the <laughs> next one? That, let me see, is my wife around? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just to let the parrot repeat whisper it. it. <laughs> I've, I've actually already uh, purchased, I, I have a, a watch on the way at, in, in the MK2. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, one of their divers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And um, and then I put in money down on the Versa. Is it not not Versa? Um, what's the name of the company? Uh, it's a it's a micro brand. Um, Vayer. With a V. Yeah, V A E R. I want to say it is. I don't think I know that one. Now I got to look it up. Let's see. Uh, I could be saying it wrong. Yeah, Vayer watches, V A E R. Um, American Assembly. All right. So, which one are you? Is it one of the divers? Yeah. It. He's. Uh, yeah. It's. Um. Oh, these are pretty. It's supposed. To, yeah. Yeah. It's. You know, I've heard a lot of people say they really like their field watches and whatnot, and. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I bought two more watches. I have two more watches on the way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's never ending. It's just it's just you know, constant, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I tell myself I'm not going to buy anymore, you know. But uh, and once again, that the Orient Star was just such a surprise to me. Uh, I will probably look at their watches more now. I will tell you, I. This same watch was like $400 more expensive if I bought it from a U.S. dealer. And I went on to Amazon Japan mm -hmm. and used the Google app to translate it and bought it and had it shipped. I saved about $400. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 You so, got to you gotta shop around and know what you're – if you know what you're looking for – you can you can have some real success in saving money on a watch if you if you do it that way. Or finding something rare like a like a Japanese domestic release Seiko or yep, which I kind of I haven't mentioned lately, but I'm looking at one a cocktail time, but mm -hmm. haven't quite found it. It's a... Yeah. All right, I got to say these Vares these are nice looking watches. These are very nice Get looking one. watches. Get one. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two with Doctor Kibwe. Exactly. Yeah. These are cool. I'm going to have to, and I'm the same way. I'll say, you know, I'm done. I'm not buying any more watches and then something pops up. And before I know it, I've already, you know, clicked on PayPal or Apple the pay and yeah, the glycine. I mean, I've, and I see you, you do have a glycine. I bought, there was, um, uh, the one I'm wearing today was, uh, on mass drop or it's called drop. Yeah. There's your glycine. Um, yeah. and I, I really need to stay off a of drop because they have some great watch deals Amazing on that darn website. And I, I end up keep pulling the trigger on watches. And that's a lovely glycine. I bought, I bought another glycine, uh, Airman, uh, GMT. It was one of the 24 hour. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Version. I wanted it so bad and I got it and it didn't work. Oh. And I was so upset and I, it's turned me off. I haven't bought another one just because I'm like, what, what was that? You know, it, it it wouldn't the minute hand wouldn't set right it was like turning at the wrong speed um really yeah and i bought that from ashford and they, and they took it back and whatnot but um 
Yeah, I'm just not really sure what what's going on. It kind of irritated me. It's, but uh, if you I'm have the Galaxy, and I love. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you have a bad experience with the brand, it can be hard. Even if you see one that you like, it can be hard to make that leap again. Yeah, I have a I have a Zen, which man, I can put this Zen on any strap. A Zen 104. Yep. Uh, and and it it's so thin, and it just it's just excellent. I I, I like Zen. I I probably will get another Zen, uh, just because I I'm just really happy with their with their quality. You know, it's it, just excellent. It's uh, is that the, does it have the hardened the tegumented uh, steel? No, it doesn't. Okay. Okay. No, this is just the straight 104, but I, I definitely want that. And I, I'd also like a Damasco. I feel like they're, that, that hardened steel stuff that I'm reading about, all the technology that they put into their watches, I, I, I would, I'd like to see one in the flesh, you mm -hmm. know. And, uh, I, I, I'm, I really geek into all that, you know. I think that's pretty neat when people put that much effort into their watches, mm -hmm. you know. Is there... Is there a style of watch that you don't own yet that you've had your eye on? Either a style or maybe a, a watch with a specific complication, whether it's GMT or Moonphase, you know, those types of things. Is there something that you don't own in your collection that you're thinking you'd like to add? Yeah, I want a one-hand watch. Mm, me too. Sister, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that. Was it is it Bomb and Mercier that came up with that? Uh, yep. The... Um, the one that has uh it's 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 like a field watch mm -hmm. and it has the i think the the 24 hours is at the top or is that how it is uh no the 24 is at the bottom so it's like 12 but it's a single hand 24 yep. hour watch yep love that I, that uh, it's pretty large again but uh i yeah that's kind of i'm i'm looking at those you should check out Meister Singer as well. Yeah. Those are, we got to meet with those guys at Couture uh -huh. and I, I could have easily walked away with like oh, four yeah. or five of their oh, watches. Yeah. There's beautiful, beautiful. When you see them in person, the quality is outstanding. Really, really beautiful. Love the design. So if you're a new, if you want a single handed watch, definitely check, check them out. You too. should also look at Reservoir as well. We met Francois, the those owner. Are cool. And the, I too like watches that tell time in a, unusual way not you know non-standard mm -hmm. and the reservoir is the same way it goes up and then flips back when it reaches yep and keeps track with the window so it's the reservoirs are and he has a lot of different styles and some ladies styles too yeah those are cool so if you like a jump hour a jumping hour. yeah that's what yeah. the reservoirs are yeah. so those are jumping hour and then the minute One hand here. flies back mm -hmm. once it you know reaches 60 it flies back to zero so they're they're very cool um oh, and yeah. a lot of custom, he's done a lot of custom work on this. So those are fun. Well, cool. Uh, man, we, I could go on for another hour easily talking to you. Cause we, we have so much in common in terms of the watches that we like. And, um, but I know we do need to wrap it up. Anything, anything else that you'd like to mention in terms of your collecting or what, you know, why you listen to podcasts or, you know, what would you like to leave us with? You know, I, I think um, I, I think we just need to find a way to make it more available to people who are not always in the big cities. Um, and, and I think podcasting helps. I, I'm looking into the whole Red Bar 
group thing stuff, and I picked a bad time to look into it because of COVID. I know. (laughs) But uh, I found that there's like a group in Detroit, which is like uh, two hours away. Uh, But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are interested in this. And, you know, I I think if we can find a way to to meet up and and talk, it – It'll it'll be good. It'll be nice. I, this is fun. I'm glad you guys chose to do this. You know, thank you. Of- and you can start your own group in your your area. Like we're we're outside of Sacramento, which would be too far to drive for a, a meetup. But we do a local one that's closer. You know, out in our area. So start one up. You, you know, yeah. go try to even if it's out on find some and- people on Instagram or whatever that are in your area and and you know start one up. There's there's a lot of um, areas in the country that have multiple red bar groups that are, you know, separated by an hour two, three hours, whatever. Um, but yeah, that, and that's something you have to do, <clears throat> excuse me, you got to do it in person. You know, we tried to do a virtual one over video with our it's crew not the same. and it, we did it once and I mean, it was cool, but it's all about passing the watches around and Feeling seeing them. what everyone else mm-hmm. has and trying it on and-, and having a beer with, with your watch friends. And, you know, that's kind of what it's all about. So Hopefully we'll get through all this and yeah, start your own group, man. I, I, I think, I think it'd be a, a great idea. Yeah, no, I think I will. Sounds good. Cool. We have two fellows in our group. I'm the only woman, but we have two other gentlemen who have the same exact wrist size as me. So we sit in our little corner <laughs> yeah, and we're like, beep, the beep, small beep, wrist beep, corner. It's so much fun. It's like, what'd you bring? What'd you bring? <laughs> Uh, well, this has been QA, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Um, guys, if you want to see some amazing watch photography, definitely follow Kiwe on, uh, on Instagram. It's doc underscore Toto Tundu. Toto Tundu. T-O-T-O-T-U-N-D-U. Doc underscore Toto Tundu. Go follow Kiwe. He's got some awesome watches. Um, and the photography is outstanding and he's just a cool guy. So, um, thanks man. This has been great. We've really enjoyed it. And please take care out there doing, be doing safe. What you're and, doing, yeah, care thank of you for us. what you do. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It was fun talking with you guys and please everybody wear your mask, stay, uh, safe. It's, it's, it's real. People are dying. Amen appreciate to it. that. Thank you for saying thank that. You. All right. All right. Wow, what what a cool guy! That was so much fun. It was. That was a he lot has a of fun. Really wonderful collection. His his photography is beautiful, and just a really special guy. Yeah, and and again, a doctor and out there on the front lines. Um, and boy, is he right? I mean, just please wear your mask. And uh, people are dying. It's this. This isn't a made up. This is real. It, that's he put it perfectly. This is real, and people are dying. So. Definitely keep your masks on. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it for the show today. That was that was cool. So a lot of so, fun. Yeah, it's been great having Instagram and being able to connect with people during the pandemic because we a lot of us who go to red bar groups we can't do that. And yeah. like we said, it's tough to do it over. Um, it's fun to connect socially over. We've done a WebEx before. Yeah, but right now we can't actually get together so it's, it's hard been, it's been nice to look online there's a lot of new accounts a lot of new you know a lot of collectors coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and uh, a lot more women too which is great 
Yep. It's changed a lot in three years. So yep. that's something I'm really enjoying seeing and I'm connect connecting with a lot of nice new ladies and, and also with a lot of, um, just anybody with a smaller wrist, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're here and we're not going away <laughs> as, as hard as we try <laughs> to get rid of you. <laughs> and we're serious about it. We are serious. We're not just, we're not just out here, you know, we're messing we, around. We mean it. We mean yeah, it. no, it is. It is good to see. Um, and like you said, just in the last couple of years, it, even just in the last six months, I've seen a lot of new women collectors popping up, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, well, so. watch podcasts in general. I've lost count. Yeah, there, there's a bunch. Yeah. I think when we started, there were a handful. Yeah. And now I, I'm counting 20, 30, 40, maybe even oh more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There, there's a lot. Um, I don't listen to them. I don't even listen to ours uh, and I don't listen to any others anymore, but we appreciate that you guys take the time to listen <laughs> to ours and. There's a lot of noise out there. So um, as always, please uh, give us a review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to the show. If you're able to to just do a quick uh, paragraph and let us know what you think about the show. And that helps us. And uh, again, just a reminder. And I see people have already found our new store, but we have moved from Teespring to Zazzle for um, for our, uh, you know, fun swag stuff. stuff. And yeah, and I'm seeing the orders start to come in. So for those of you that have purchased um, on the yeah, new store, thank you. thank you. We appreciate it, and we appreciate your support. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. So keep collecting watches, and if you want to be on the show, let us know. Send us an email to uh, admin at loveandwatches.com. Yeah. We and have we, some We have some people lined have, up we already. We have several lined up already, so if it's something you're interested in, let us know, and, and we can get you in the queue. But we're having a lot of fun with these. So. We are. All right, guys, uh, stay safe out there. uh, Continue loving and enjoying the hobby, and we will talk to you next time. Have a good one.